This week on Hey the Parents, we are talking about raising daughters. Who runs the world, girls? Where's my girls at? Girls just want to have fun. But there's much more to that because girl moms and girl dads, we're looking at you. Because there's a lot more that goes on before the daddy-daughter dance at the wedding. And of course, we talk about when we were younger, mishaps with their own kids, and what the supposed experts say. Because it's the three of us and all of you. I'm Michael Height. I'm Sarah D. And I'm Mike Levine. <laughs> Kids don't come with a handbook, so we need your help. Where do babies come from? Where do you think they come from? Is this a kissing book? Mama! Mama! What? Hi. I learned it by watching you. There are no rules in this house. I'm not like a regular mom. I'm a cool mom. We sent them to the best boarding schools. We hired the best nannies. We did everything right. Hey, mom! The meatloaf! No drinking, no drugs, no kissing. No tattoos, no piercings, no ritual animal slaughters of any kind. Together, we can rule the galaxy as father and son. This is Hey Other Parents, an honest, messy, imperfect show for raising kids. Hey, welcome back. It's us again. <laughs> so What's up? Oh, I love I'm so it. glad. I'm so glad that we're all back together here because we have those episodes where together. like, you know, somebody's sick, got the kids, got the stuff. So the three of us, we are here. Hey, Mike Levine. Together. Hey, Sarah D. What? Hey, guys. What's up? It's been, it's been a while, feels like. It, it yeah. has. And I'll tell you what, it, it does feel, um, it, it, there's a difference. I, there's a difference. There's a little air in the world. There's a, like, there's a different feeling between a Sunday morning at 5 a.m. and a Friday night oh. at 9 o'clock at night. So. Yes. I know. I love are. the I love the Friday nights because it feels like you feel like so you know so hopeful in the world like there's so much to look forward to there's so much more to come you know got the yes. weekend <laughs> speaking of weekends so last week listen I was at Walmart so I did the went to Wally World because sometimes you just got to go to Walmart sometimes it just seems like Wally World you know and the thing about Walmart is um, the thing is is that I always have this fear. From college, that you walk into Walmart, you go to buy one thing, and you walk out with like a shopping cart of two hundred dollars. <laughs> so, so I went in and um, just to pick up a couple small random things, and it started happening. It started happening where I started looking around, and I'm like, "Oh, what was that?" And I'm taking like pictures and sending them to my wife, and I end up in this aisle where um, I was looking at something for the podcast. So we're trying to record our other podcast, um, the other D and D podcast we do. We we're trying to do it in person. I was trying to find some like table things to make it so that the tables weren't so loud if we put the microphones on them. Anyway, this is very exciting stuff. So I was in there. I was I was in the section with like all the all the tablecloths and all that stuff. And I ended up somehow they're like connected to the bedroom section. And there in front of me were um, bluey sheets and bluey like bed stuff and blue you know like they sell like the twin set the twin bed like sets with like the um you know the 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 sheet the fitted sheet the the you know whatever and the pillowcase yeah yeah the pillow, so i saw the that comforter. yeah and then like now i'm getting like you know now i'm getting like the 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 urge to buy like all the bluey mm. stuff so noah loves bluey <laughs> and to be honest with you i think we we love bluey more than noah and Noah loves Bluey a lot so i think that show is really for parents setting um unrealistic <laughs> expectations but it's a great show so anyway so um i i'm going back and forth with my wife and she's like don't buy the blankets he doesn't need that he's got this already just buy the sheets and i'm like oh, are you sure i don't know so anyway right, so right. Brought the you gotta sheets. get the whole set I, I wanted to i'm very trust me you know me very tempted to do so i got him home um washed him all that good stuff he was at, he was at school um on monday and um I, I put them on his bed before before he got home you should have seen. Oh, I love his that. Face. Oh. I was like, no, I have something to show you. Something in your room. Yeah. He's like, he's like, what? Did somebody do something? I'm like, somebody did. So he goes <laughs> inside, and he was, he was so excited. I love the little <laughs> look of like joy on a little kid's face when they get like, you know, oh, he's so excited. Oh yeah. And, you know, and like just the fact that it's like sheets on a bed, like. 
you know, as yes. you get older, you're like, oh, things. that's great. Sheets are <laughs> wonderful. I love socks. But this was like great. He's so excited. Made me so happy. So did he expel his excitement through his fingers? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? It's funny because um, we had one of those things where like I, I kind of pull, I kind of jumped the gun. My wife was working from home. She was in the basement and she's like, you didn't, did you show it to him without me? And I was like, oh, no. I'm like, no, wait, go grab mommy. Show her what you got. He was so funny. He like grabbed her by the hand. He like raced her into the room. He's like, look, look. He's like so excited. <laughs> so it was just as good. But always remember okay, good, good. when, good when circumstances happen. Yeah. Grab both part, you know, both people yes. have to be there. <laughs> you gotta share in the moments, the little ones, because those are always right? special. Oh, yeah, so yeah, much yeah. fun! So, parents, go out there. Don't buy the ba- don't buy the whole bed set, but new sheets. You know, twenty <laughs> bucks. It's not, you know, it's not the end of the world. Why Make not? Make a little face, a little happy, right? Yeah, brings a smile to the face. And it worked out well because he uh, he had like a little bluey, a little bingo, a little stuffed animal from the year before for his birthday and for, oh, for Hanukkah. Perfect. So, so those little guys were waiting for him. Um, I found his little stu- son. Um, you know, I'm going like almost into a deep dive of Bluey. Let me stop there. <laughs> Maybe in future episodes we'll do a Bluey episode, but it's not this episode. This episode in particular is about daughters. It's about raising girls. What is it like to raise the girls? And we're going to be discussing it here because in this episode, we have a mixture of us all, right? We have um, Mike, who grew up with just brothers. Uh, myself, yep. I have an older sister, four years older than me, Melissa. Hey, son. And Sarah D, who grew up with her brother. But now that we are, uh, now that we're older, now some of us have daughters and some of us don't. So this is going to be kind of a cool episode. But before we uh, get into the present, I think it's time to fire up the old electric time machine. Just see she's doing every single episode. We're going to fire up the electric time machine. We're going to go back in time and we're going to first kind of get a little sense of what it was like when we were younger transition into uh what it's like as uh, as parents and i have a lot to learn from you guys um and then uh well we'll see what the experts have to say so let's uh let's fire it up let's get back in gear and let's uh, go back in time well you know it's interesting because i've always wondered what it was like growing up with uh um you know siblings that are not brothers you know right. that are sisters and uh i've always you know, when I was younger, I like I said, I, I grew up with my brothers, so like we always kind of wrestled or or kind of annoyed each other. But I guess I would assume it'd be the same growing up with sisters as well. I don't know. What do you guys? What do you think? I mean, if you wanted to say play He Man with your sister, that was out. <laughs> you know, because you know. But Saturday we talked about our Barbie experiences, so we talk about Barbies, and we also talk about uh, being the wrestling dummy. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, being sub- and being subjected to like the freaking, I don't know, the Undertaker's move and cracking our backs. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. Somehow you know I survived. You did survive. And, uh, and I guess we're going to get to this, um, you know, like at some point. But it is interesting because like there, I mean, even like now, I feel like um, there's this like, you, there's always this like, it's, it, I, I guess maybe not even now, it's for a very long time, there's always this boys will be boys nonsense philosophy and things mm, and yeah. kind of like the the world seems to be a little bit um unequal in terms of like how people raise kids and boys are expected to be a certain way girls are expected to be a certain way um and maybe like parents expectations are also a certain way but um mm. how, how would you guys experience sarah do you remember any of this stuff growing up was there so any, any I, of that i i think i grew up in a very traditional latin american italian household so like growing up carmen um yes. she was she was very yeah. old fashioned. So not only were we like growing our own vegetables and things like that, 
she was also like training me how to take care of a house. You know, like I learned how to sew. She would yell at me and be like, oh, you're messy. How are you going to take care of your house and your husband when you get older? Um, so I grew up like kind of like really old fashioned. Um, there are times like in my neighborhood, there was like one girl and a whole bunch of boys. So we would all play kickball and things like that. And my mom for better or for worse, would call me in after a while and be like, girls, don't sweat. Go read a book or something like that. Mm-hmm. I know. This is like totally like <laughs> anti-feminist yeah. idealism. But it's just totally, that's how I was brought up. So no sports for me. Like I was raised not to do any sports. Um, I did ballet and tap because those were like proper, like ele- elegant, as my mom would say, mm-hmm. um, dancing styles. Jazz was not elegant. So we didn't do jazz. And um yeah, like that's how I was like, kind of raised. Like, and my dad was just like, ah, you'll marry someone good. You'll be fine. You know? Um, obviously, they encouraged me. I, know. <laughs> I mean, obviously, they encouraged me to like go to school, get good grades, go to college. But there was like, my mom was a stay at home mom. So it was like definitely like, you know, like the 80s, the 90s. It was like different time period, you it's know, like time. mentality. Yeah. It really was a crazy time, right? So, you know, like I, I think they kind of just expected me to just. You know, once I had my little career for a little bit, that I would probably stay home with the babies and take care of them and stuff like that. You know, like, so, like, I, I think I grew up, like, really, truly old-fashioned. And I think that has shaped me as a parent now when it comes to my daughter, you know? It's pretty mm. wild. Like, I remember, like, when my, um, with my sister growing up, there was definitely, like, there were a lot of fights with, um, like, about clothing and makeup. I kind of remember that. And granted, like, I'm four years younger and what I perceive maybe was a little, (laughs) like, I don't know. Um, You know, like, when you're the younger sibling. I mean, that that's what I think is another part of this episode, too. I I guess we have to constantly remind ourselves is there's, like, this whole thing with girls and boys, but there's also the younger-older dichotomy, too, which is probably something that we, it's it's hard to kind of differentiate sometimes maybe between what is the the sexes and what is the age, you know, who came first kind of thing. But you guys, you guys are very close names, so there's obviously that that's all out the window. That's all for you and your brother. That was straight up comparison because you guys are the same yes. age, right? Yep, we're the same age. All right, so then, boom, so he, we got that. We got that. That variable. Yeah, out. no, he was like allowed to do like whatever. He was like able to roam the streets. Like I always had to be home, you know. And the worst part, he was allowed to sweat. He was allowed to sweat. He, allowed to sweat. <laughs> he could get dirty. But like I remember when my sister, like, like she would wear whatever clothes. My parents would yell at her and stuff. And I, and I was just texting my sister before because I was like. We're going to record in like 20 minutes. What do you got about this? And she was like saying that, um, you know, she would get really annoyed because the clothing that um, <laughs> clothing, what am I eating? The clothes that people would wear um, were like like it is now, too, is that the clothes that were available that you pick out in the store were the, was, was what people were wearing. Yeah. And I think my parents would often get kind of annoyed with like the clothing style and then mm-hmm. not allow my sister to go out like that, to which yep. there was the, um, the, the clothes you left the house with. And yep. then the clothes you changed into shortly thereafter. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. When I was when I was younger, I, I guess I wasn't like the typical uh I guess boy growing no, up. Because I you always... got the attendance award. <laughs> <laughs> and I also I I I was kind of like Sarah where I was helping out my mom a lot, like doing dishes, cleaning, and just kind of uh, I mean, I did like my typical, I guess, boy stuff, but I also, um, I don't know, I tried to help out more, you know, because, you know, my mom was a single parent for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, I guess I had, you know, f- felt bad, like that the dishes were piled high or that the Aww. the house was destroyed. So, you know, when she would come home from work, 
I would try to have all the dishes cleaned or something to kind of help her out. Whereas, and I think about my son currently, he doesn't <laughs> try to help with the dishes, you know, but, you know, I don't know. I guess it's not typical for, uh, for uh, a boy to, or a young child to kind of do that, you know? Well, maybe, um, I mean, you are amazing. We know this to be true. I but know. The, uh, Aww, <laughs> little baby Mike Levine doing the dishes for his mom. I love it. Um, it's probably how you're, you know, maybe how you're raised possibly too. You never know. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. My mom was like really big into holding the door, you know, teaching, you know, yeah. little things like that and, you know, yeah. manners and that sort of thing. And, yes. um, you know, I, w- I don't know if that's like something that's like, you know. The boys must learn this. The girls must no, learn yeah, this. No, yeah, no. My know. my grandmother was very so. You know, uh, my when I was younger, my mother, my grandmother, and my aunt were around a lot. So uh, my grandmother mostly, and uh, she would always tell us, you know, when you walk with a girl. The girl always walks on the inside, and you always work walk on the oh, outside. Oh yeah, that's a, that's such so, old fashion. I love it. Yep. Oh, you mean like so, like you put yourself more in danger, like like the correct, cars. correct. Like if a car comes, they're gonna get hit first. Gene yeah. used to do that too. Oh, you, Gene still does that. Do that too. It's fine. Doing my kids. Well, I mean, I guess that's probably the right thing to do. But yeah, I do that also. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah. Yes. And I don't know. I just it's that's always little things have stuck like that with me that my that my grandmother had taught me when I was younger. You know, uh, it's kind of it's kind of cool, and it it. it it, you see it now as, I guess, as an adult, you know, that you have more uh, and what you try to pass down to your your children more like, uh, you know, empathy and kind of loving nature for others and things like that. So I don't know. Yeah. I mean, cool. I was I was raised like so we had chores in the house. Like my brother had chores just because he was allowed to roam the streets and be sweaty. He had chores, <laughs> but he did like the hard Sweaty's labor stuff room. like he took out the garbage and he like did like the vacuuming. Cause my mom was like, girls don't do those things. And like, to this day, when I have to take, like Jean's always like, I have to take out the garbage again. Everyone just piles it up. I'm like, women don't take out the garbage. Like, you know, <laughs> um, <laughs> and or, like when I have to do it, I'm like, it is like an injustice that's deep, deep rooted inside of me where I'm like, Oh, I'm doing the garbage. This is terrible. So there are some habits that are very hard to break, but my yeah. mom had ingrained that for me. Like I would do the dusting when I was younger, you know, I did mm-hmm. all the, the easy stuff, you know? Oh, it's so, so funny. Jean, it's not, it's not ladylike. Right. <laughs> it's not ladylike to make your wife you know, take out the trash. My wife refuses <laughs> to take out the trash after it's dark outside. Like she's going to get you, like monsters right, in her or something. There could be raccoons or something out there. You want your, your beautiful wife to be out there t- throwing out the garbage. No. Honey, you don't have to go outside with the garbage. <laughs> See? Okay. Silvery. Did That's you right. guys ever get a? Um, <laughs> did you ever get a gift from your parents no. that was? <laughs> did you ever get a gift from your parents that was like for the opposite sex? So like, you know, did you ever get like um, a present? Like mommy's sweet was... little princess sweat uh, shirt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> maybe as far as I went was probably the maybe the Cabbage Patch stuff. I don't know. I mean, like, stuffed animals is a weird subject because I feel like at a certain age, like, it's frowned upon for, like, yeah. boys to get stuffed animals after a while. But, like, I think, like, maybe... I'm not sure where you're going with this, but I think the most feminine stuff I got was probably the... Uh, uh, maybe the, the, the pound puppies and the... Um, um, the, the cabbage patch and then the makeup. No, I'm kidding. No, not the last part. <laughs> well, no, the reason I ask is just because I remember when I was younger, uh, my mom had given me, like, she came home, she was all excited. She got like all these books and things and, uh, 
on the books, it, it had like all these dolphins and very like it's got dolphins and things and whatever. And I'm like, eh, it's, it's giving girly mom. You She just felt so. Yeah, yeah. It had rainbows, oh, unicorns. It had she everything like, that, you know, just. That's probably what it was. Yeah, <laughs> it probably was. I don't even remember. I think like the most like I never we always like because Anthony and I were the same age. So we would just play with each other's toys like and again my dolls would be ripped off and his would be fine um and he, we had a dollhouse that like like you know like, like, like a big kid-sized dollhouse you know i always wanted him to be the husband he never played the husband properly yeah um but <laughs> no i mean like. i i can think of like one of my favorite christmas presents was like a, a mop in a broom in a baby <laughs> <laughs> this episode of Hey the Parents is called Equality for the Sex. My, my parents oh were sending me, oh, and have a little handkerchief too, because you know, like if you're if you're cleaning, you gotta make oh sure your hair's back. Oh my god, is that Matilda? Guys, is that sure that like Orphan Annie? Screen. That's what it was. AI is gonna be out of control. <laughs> yes, Orphan Annie. But, that's um, it. Yeah. I, like, listen, oh I was getting prepared god. for the future. <laughs> I swear, it's like your parents are probably like, listen, if you if you do a good job, growing up carving, you that we'll someday buy you an easy bake oven so you could cook for your man. I, th- I got an easy bake oven too. <laughs> there it goes. Oh man, see, we're trying uh, to break those generational oh, traumas. We I'm are afraid tr- of anyone listening better. to this episode out of context. Yeah. I feel like everything we're saying is like, oh my god. We are trying to do better. That's what I'm saying. So if we talk about the present, things are different. What do yeah. I know? I do all the cooking. But no, it's crazy because uh, you, you see this. And then what about um, growing up out of curiosity? Did your parents, um, I know you're like, you're now going to be the uh, spokesperson for all the females in the entire world. But um, did you did you grow up with um, any of that disparity between like clothing and what was accepted versus like what was for sale? Or were there makeup things or were there like rules with that stuff? Uh, I, I didn't wear makeup because being like being adopted, my mom was fairer skinned than I. So like her makeup would was look different for, on for me. Halloween? Right. Like it was like, <laughs> right. It was for a safe mm-hmm. Halloween, but like, you know, her color palette was different than mine. So mm-hmm. I never, I never really got into makeup. Also, I didn't really like the feel of it, like on my face. So like, I just kind of stayed away. And then, um, when it came to clothes, um, you know, I don't know, maybe stereotypical, but being like Latina, like we were kind of like, yay, like whatever looks good, looks good. You know, like we didn't, there's really no like restriction. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I mean like, like there was no, so there weren't any yeah. moments where like, you're not going out like that. No, no. If anything, my mom was like, "You sure you you don't want this top?" I'm like, "No, I don't know if I want that top." Your mom's like, like, "Here, let me get some scissors. I want to cut the bottom." (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, "I don't know." I'm like, "All right, cool." You know, so um, I went through like a preppy phase. My mom was like, "She likes these shirts that cover from head to toe." I'm like, "Yep." How I it's like called it. a blanket. Exactly. <laughs> That's how I like it, mom. <laughs> so I don't know. That's just my experience. Not for all the Latinas out there, you know. Just saying. This is amazing. <laughs> And then what about, um, what about like, did you ever get the feeling that like you were treated like you're fragile in any way or like, Mm -hmm. like about going Mm -hmm. out by yourself or like you had to go with a friend or like at night? I mean, again, not allowed to throw on the streets, not allowed to sweat, not allowed to play with boys for too long because, you know, God knows what happens. Um, yeah. First you're sweating, then you're playing. It's disaster. (laughs) Things could happen. Who knows? Um, yeah, no, I definitely, it was definitely treated way different than, than boys. I, you know, it's funny because you, you remember like, you know, when you're younger and you remember your, your parents telling stories and then you kind of like you hear those stories again or you think about them. It's like you're from a different perspective. But for I remember when my sister was in high school, they would have these meetings with guidance counselors every so often. Like they would try to like talk to them about like, you know, 
plans for college or or after high school, whatever else. And the they I remember my parents being just really annoyed with um, how for whatever reason um, it seemed like the guidance counselors were downplaying math and science for my sister, and they felt at the time that they really weren't encouraging uh, women to um, pursue science and math as important classes uh, to you know for college Aww. that sort of thing. So I don't know if that was like a circumstance that was just you know more you know for you know what would we experience what she experienced, but. Um, you know, there was definitely some disparity of like very small mm. things that, I mean, that's not a small, small thing, but that is a thing where, you know, things were just, were just different, you know, you know, I mean, I guess just trying to get your, get your kid to get through high school and all that sort of stuff is not always, um, you know, you're there. We're not there yet. I'm like, what am I even saying? My kid's in middle school right now. Um, but it's, it's definitely got to be pretty <laughs> it's wild. It's going to happen, buddy, very quickly. Let me tell I know, you. seriously, right? Um, what about, uh, the <laughs> idea about like, um, like slumber parties or like going out to friends' houses or did your parents had were, were, were was that equal were your parents like against you guys like um sleeping over going places doing things at night so my, my brother slept slept out wherever he wanted for the most part and then for me um it, there's like a really funny like TikTok or like Instagram thing where it's like oh my mom said I can't sleep over because you have a you have a father and a brother and then it's like <laughs> so basically like that that was me like I wasn't allowed to sleep over. Um, I was at, I begged one friend, um, her mom, uh, she was also adopted. So they knew each other for like a long time through like the adoption, uh, like, uh, support group, like for Latin American children. And, um, so she allowed me to sleep over there and then I was allowed to sleep over my cousin's house, but I didn't really have many sleepovers growing up like at all. Um, just because it was just wasn't something I did. Did you ever get like angry at your yes. brother or your parents? All, like, all the time. Cause like... <laughs> Yeah, this is totally unfair. Yep. Like, how dare I sure did. you? Yeah, no, of course you know? I would be like, ah, oh. you know. And then, like, I guess, like to a certain extent, you just kind of like, like this is my fate, and you just kind of accept it. Like, you know, I, I wasn't like a ter- totally yeah. rebel. I was quiet rebellious. So I wasn't like Wanda. (laughs) Yes. I wasn't like a a shout. Right. Exactly. I wasn't like a shouting, yelling kind of kid. I was more like a quiet, sit back, observe, and then like see, like learn from Anthony's mistakes and then like kind of work around that. Um, But I, like, yeah, like sleep, sleep logs, 2247. Yes. The brother has once again tried to get Step number nine squeaks when you step on it. Yes. Skip it. You know, so I was definitely that one. So, you know, uh, yeah, no, I, I sleep. It kind of stinked because like, you know, I really wanted to have sleepovers and stuff like that. And everyone's having fun. I felt like I missed out on stuff, you know, and then maybe I didn't because sometimes sleepovers, you know, yeah. they can be a little troublesome at times. So I don't know. Yeah, right. You know, I'm always on the fence about yeah. it. Sometimes my experience. Yep. Uh, and honestly, sometimes, honestly, I do remember sleeping over at my cousin's house. It was all three girls. Um, and I remember sleeping in my cousin Christina's bed and just being like, I want to go home. I want to go home. Like, like things like smelt weird. The yeah, bed felt yeah, weird. Yeah. Like her sleeping next to me felt weird. And I was just like, I want to be in my own bed, you know, home with my own things. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I wasn't meant for sleepovers, I guess. Yeah. Well, and even too, as like a, as a middle child too, I understand like kind of just standing back and like, witnessing everything and trying to like plot what to do. Sometimes you didn't have to plot cause they just forgot you somewhere. And then it was, okay. yes. <laughs> yeah, the middle child. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I was always, you know, I always, you know, that middle child syndrome and you know, I think about it 
right now uh, with my my middle daughter. You know, I just I plot to make sure she doesn't feel yes, she is forgotten. Seen. Yes, <laughs> you know, you're doing good. Do you feel at times because I have I also have three kids. Do you feel like at times you maybe yeah. like you swing the pendulum too far in the other direction? Like mm. you're so far trying to like make sure that the yeah. middle child feels like yeah yeah. Like, like I'm gonna correct history, and then like uh, and you're like, oh man, am I developing like older child syndrome? What's happening yes. right now? Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I, I feel sometimes uh, with my kids now that you know, um, am I doing enough? Like I'm always questioning, like. Uh, did I do enough for the middle? Did I do enough for the younger one? Did I do enough for the older one? Did should right. I pull back a little bit on the older one and focus more on the middle one? And like uh, you know, it's it's tough. You you know, and I guess that when the kids when your kids look at you, and I think back to my when I was a younger, like your whole perception as a child of like you know, and how mm. you interpret things, you know, like uh, so like I constantly ask the kids like oh you know, how, how do you think, how do you think this went or, or how was today for you or how was the event for you? Cause I just want to get like an understanding of how they perceived it, you know, of whatever we did for them. And hopefully, you know, they're not perceiving it in a jealous manner where they say, Oh, you know, uh, Lucas did, you, you gave him more apples yeah, or you, you, know, you gave him more chocolates the or something. Got more of those apples. You, you know, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's why I switched it to chocolates, <laughs> you know, you know, and it sucks because they I think they don't realize, you know, or they don't and they wouldn't. They're children. You know, they don't see how hard we try to make everything fair for them and to make everything equal for them. And, uh, you know, you could be doing the slightest thing and they may be perceiving it as you're doing more for the other, you know? And it's, it's, I think it's, it's, it's basically a tough battle, in my I brain as you're telling me this, I, I'm like picturing like what it really feels like. It honestly feels like a 4D game of tug of war at all times. Yes, it sure like, is. Yeah. Is, yeah. It's not even about, yeah. like, sometimes about really truly what's fair or not. It's this perception of like losing, yeah. <laughs> like losing, like losing their, they're using their, like, you know, <laughs> their, 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 like their block, like their, their section of, they're they're like gang owned yeah, area yeah. and it's like so ridiculous because at times like i can hear, the, <laughs> can hear them fight and i'm like this isn't even about what you're fighting over anymore this is just about you know who's been yeah, done wrong yeah. or like who thinks that they're gonna have to lose out on something and they in actuality that whatever we're gonna get into a sibling episode in a different episode so all right cool so when it comes down to yeah, yeah. um the younger stuff i think we kind of got most of it out um but we are kind of oh what's that the electric time machine just pulled up we're back now Aww. so um, woo, woo, woo. like <laughs> ways world it's like, amazing <laughs> i know in this case there's no queen playing in the background but um yeah. so we actually, um, yeah, we're going to have a bit of a discussion now about uh, what it's like now as parents. You know, it's not something that we all here had the same experiences, obviously, because of so many reasons, but mostly because um, I don't have any girls. So I think that um, I have a lot to learn from you guys, and I'm really <laughs> curious about it. You know, let's just uh, let's get it out. Let's figure out what it's like to, to have our past experiences and how those impact how we're feeling. 
um, you know, our outlook on our kids towards our friends and, and that sort of thing. Because I have I have old boys, but, you know, my older guy, a lot of his friends are girls. I think it's kind of cool. Um, and they, you know, it's a little bit different than when we were growing up. Boys and girls are kind of more closer and friends. It's not as much as like a thing in the past where it was like all the girls go to one side of the gym, all the boys go to this other gym. You know, from from your guys' experience, yeah. uh, your guys, is that some great English? Um, you guys have, you know, what's it like now as parents <laughs> of girls? I mean, I remember when uh, I I found out that my second child was going to be a girl. I like I started sweating. I was freaking out. <laughs> I didn't know what to do. Uh, I you know I I have no my experience with girls is you know is is non-existent other than. <laughs> No, I get it. You're, I'm like, a nerd. you're like, there's different parts, guys. There's different parts. That's hysterical. I know. There's just right. so much differences. And, uh, you know, I was like, oh my God, what do I do? You know, uh, there's different parts. What do I got to, you know, there's. Dude, I there's, legit remember I don't know when you what called me. And I was like, I, I just don't know, man. Out. I don't know. You know? Oh, that's <laughs> it so cute. So, it sounds so insanely know, dumb to say But really, I mean, as, as yeah. anything else is in yeah. Experience, right like you know there's so much more to that and uh you know i remember yeah. at one point you were freaking the can, I just, can we just edit it freaking the f out like can i say that i don't know like like just this idea yeah. of like yeah. um you're yeah. like, i'm gonna be a dad yeah. of a girl like i have to protect her i have to like no but i can't yeah. just protect her yeah. i gotta like teach her right from no she's gotta be tough she's gotta Aww. be caring she's gotta be tough <laughs> i'm gonna be dancing with her at her wedding and then you're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah you are yeah. i love this yeah. guy he's like a teddy bear and i think that's I know, I that's what you. happens as 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 a father you yeah as a father all just all those thoughts are just going through your head you know and uh i don't know it's just uh you want everything to you want everything to go right for all your children and i think uh when you have a girl you just you're a little bit more sensitive to it that's all you know you're like what am i gonna do i'm like go, go, go buy some diapers first that's a good start yeah <laughs> first diapers first the diapers. first win the week and then yeah. we go from there <laughs> Taylor, Taylor's like, listen, you have plenty of time to think about all of that. Let's right, just exactly. figure out how funny to do it. Like, Taylor, first. do you know I'm anything like, about okay. girls? So. <laughs> Taylor's like, hmm, I don't know. I might know some things. <laughs> She's like giving birth. I'm like, you don't even know what I'm going through right now. Oh, man. <laughs> you know? That sounds He's like terrible. another episode. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't how know. to be supportive to your wife in labor. <laughs> I know. When I found out that you know, I was having a girl, I started asking like other women, you know, Hey, what did your, what's something that you remember your father taught you as a woman, you know, like growing up? Well, I asked a lot of my colleagues cause you know, in my profession, I work with a lot of women. So (laughs) I kind of just got, I kind of, I kind of got a lot of information and, and a lot of things that their fathers told them were, you know, mm, we're more yep. about uh, a boys, you know, meaning like um, like what how girls should be around, like like a, a perception of how girls should be around boys or like what to look out for. Or mean like mean like all the advice was for the boys uh, just to be just. Yeah. No, all the advice was for oh, the girls on to be weary of boys, evils and of boys, and how they because it really they could be. it really goes you know. to show that like it, it's almost like yeah, saying yeah, that, yeah, 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 um, that girls aren't capable of realizing these things themselves. That like mm-hmm. it's it's almost like that that's the viewpoint that like yeah. oh these like these little simple yeah minded children aren't yeah, capable yeah. of their own thoughts. So we're gonna need a man to figure this out. 
<laughs> I think I think it's <laughs> I think it's just more that you know uh, fathers kind of know the thoughts of older men or assume thoughts like of answering older the door men. with a shotgun in your hand and, like that whole like uh, right eh. yeah yeah you know that yeah 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 and you kind of just want to I don't know I guess you kind of just want to protect your daughter you know that's that whole protection thing of having. Uh, a daughter and stuff and uh you know i guess they passed down that kind of information you know it surprisingly it was overwhelming amongst all the women that i asked you know that it was it had to pertain to boys it wasn't like anything like be a strong woman and do your own thing you know like it was it was just like watch out for like boy type stuff you know Yes, it sure. I think it's just a different time, you know. It speaks to a different time, different age, Doesn't and like that's right. why, right? And then that's why, like for me, taking my childhood and listen, it it was what it was. It wasn't it wasn't bad. It wasn't terrible. It was, I guess, not appropriate, but it was in in step with the times. But now raising my child, my daughter, um, like Gene. First off, Gene was brought up with a lot of women in his life. I think he was. One of only three boys in the family. There's a bunch of girls, bunch of women. Um, so he was very comfortable. Once Sophia was like like a girl, he was like, okay. He was like, he went out because we we kept the gender mm-hmm. secret. <clears throat> so when we found out, well, the doctor was like, oh, it's a girl. So Gene was like, oh, it's a girl. He's like, okay, cool. So he went out like the next day, bought all these bows, the dresses, like asking what color onesies we had because like we got very like gender neutral onesies so he was like, getting like outfits to match you know like to make like sets right. and stuff like that so he was like he was an expert when it came to like being a, like i got like a dad um a girl dad um it's <laughs> so, like he knew he knew how to do the diaper he was not worried me i was like how do i change a diaper i was like the one that was clueless um other than just like wanting to dress her up but like other than that i was like oh I, like i was very nervous with her like because i wasn't raised around a lot of babies i was actually the baby of my family like my cousins right now are probably like in their 60s almost Mm -hmm. 70s like we were the babies in the family um and my parents were older when they adopted us so that's probably why we had like a lot of old-fashioned thinking but um no i i definitely think for me personally as knowing that i was raised in such an old-fashioned way that was a little behind the time of some of my peers because like Mike, your sister is probably just maybe what, like six years older than me or whatever, yeah, which is like, yeah. it's not huge, but it's not like, you know, like, uh, tr- like not like a huge gap, but it's a gap it's there. With, it's within um, that sort of like, yeah. But my parents are, I think, are older than your parents. So they were raised with different ideals. And so I was raised with that. And like you were saying, like you, your parents were concerned about science and math. My parents were just like, ah, you got an F in math. No big deal. Like you'll be fine. <laughs> you know? Um, so I think with knowing that that was a little out of touch with my peers, I think with Sophia, I made sure. And with Sonisha, I wanted them to be strong, independent, confident young yeah. ladies. And they didn't have limits on activities like going and playing kickball arm wrestling Sophia loved to arm wrestle the boys on her you know like in the playground uh, or being the fastest kid or whatever like whatever she wanted to do or Sunisha wanted to do I made sure they did those things um so I I just wanted them to be just independent and like 
the biggest thing I think wasn't necessarily like saying like, oh, boys are bad for you or something like that. It was like you don't need someone to make you happy, whether it's a boy or a girl or, you know, whoever else you choose to love. It's just really more like, are you happy with yourself? Are you confident with yourself? And then those person that person supposed to add to it, you know. So I, th- I feel like that was like my big thing, like not get ready for marriage and get ready to care of a house and children. It was like just someone's supposed to add to your life, you know, and like but because you have all these things that you're you're bringing to the table, too. Look at that look. I kind of started doing these like girl talks with Ellie. You know, I can't do them yet with Hayden. But, uh, you know, and I say, Ellie, like, I know I'm not a girl, babe, you know, but <laughs> maybe I could be an honorary girl and we could have girl talks because because she talks to. T- oh, that's yeah, so sweet. She kind of talks to Taylor a lot. And, you know, she'll be like, don't tell daddy, you know, because and I get it. There's that there's right. that there's that um, something that I won't understand, I guess, you know, because I am not a female myself, you know. So uh, when I. I but I do want to have those conversations with her and I do want her to be open with me. So I tried to create these girl talks with her and we we lay in bed and we we you know we talk about things like oh daddy what was your like most embarrassing moment in school she'll ask me or you know what was your what was Aww. your uh, what was a funny moment that uh that you had uh, or you know and I tell her these things and you know just to kind of I want her to remember her dad that, you know, uh, sort of like dad empowered me to be who I am rather than telling me to watch out for boys. You know what I mean? And uh, I just wanted to change, kind of change that around, you know, and I figured these talks, maybe they may help. I don't know. I don't even know if I'm doing this right. I I have no script. I think that sounds good. I I think any kind of communication, boy or girl, you know, like, especially I think when you're dealing with the opposite sex, like having a safe spot, like a space, safe place for the kids to feel like they can talk to their other parents um, is yeah, good. Yeah. You know, I think you're doing a good. It sounds like so sweet. That's such <laughs> a great that, job man. you're That's doing. Awesome. I love thanks, it. Thanks, That's thanks, amazing. Yeah. Good thanks, for you. Thanks. I love that. Girl talks with yeah, the dads. Yeah. Yo, you, bust out, you bust out these awesome things, dude. I swear. Like, I'm like, oh, what's <laughs> I know you're so good. That's amazing. You know, I think uh, raising girls is hard because I know like with my oldest with Sunisha, um, we were definitely tougher on her with some things like in terms of going out. And like, I think, you know, that was a carryover from our upbringing. Mm-hmm. You know, we both, Jean and I are both probably brought up very more traditional. Um, and then with Sophia, I, I know for sure. And Jean for sure too, is trying to bring, be a little more, I guess modern. It sounds so old saying that, but like, you know, like more aware, we're more educated, we're a little more removed from some of the generational stuff. Um, so we're trying to make sure like she knows that the world is her oyster. She is able to make choices, to trust in herself, um, to trust in her gut instinct when something is not, you know, just dealing with like, like recently Sophia wanted to have a sleepover with someone and then she was getting like, I don't know, not like a bad feeling, but just like, I don't know. I don't think I just have a good time sleeping over this friend's mm-hmm. house. So she was like, I don't want to do that, mom. Can you like, can we figure out a way how to tell the parent that I don't want to sleep over? And I was like, of course we could, we could figure that out. Like I wanted her to trust her get gut instinct right. mm-hmm. and not just do things because she has to be nice or polite or whatever, you know? And like, and I think that's like good for them to feel that, to trust themselves, you know, uh, especially for women, young, young ladies, you know, because, 
as they become young ladies into the world, they start dating, they might get like that feeling in their stomach and you want them to like trust that gut feeling Mm -hmm. versus like ignoring it because they have to be polite or they have to be ladylike or et cetera. You know, like obviously you don't want them to be rude because any child you want to be rude and a rude human, but like just overall, just trust that gut instinct that's kind of speaking to them. Um, and I, I think for me, like with Sophia and Sonisha, I always try to like talk to them and like, um, you know, like we, Mike and Michael Hyde and I, we always kind of like do the, um, from the help, <laughs> like he was kind. Yes, we do. <laughs> right. You were smart. smart. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I always think about that because I like to tell them like what they are. And then like, I was the, yeah, the pretty, cause who wants, who doesn't want to hear they're pretty or good yeah. looking or, or beautiful, you know, or have a nice smile, beautiful eyes or beautiful hair. So, but I always like try to think about how I word compliments, especially for Sophia, where it's like, I want her to know that she is these qualities first before her mm, looks, mm. you know? So th- that's like, Oh, like that's always like in yeah. my head, you yeah. know? Kind of like the Spider-Man thing with, um, like in Spider-Man Homecoming, where uh, <laughs> where Mary, MJ, where like Peter says something about her being pretty, and she was like, "I'm therefore I have value because I'm pretty." <laughs> it, was it was something along the line. I'm like, "This is such an amazing." Yes. Oh, she's so awesome with that. But like, there there is something to be said about that, right? Like, kind of like really, really speaking to the what you want them to take away from where it's coming from i don't know as a parent if that means so much to me too <laughs> like the idea of like report cards and because that whole thing's happening right now with that with like you know I, I always tell my kids you know we talked about this about the effort means more than the numbers and then my kid was like he was messing with me he's like oh these, these grades don't matter i'm like no the grades are really good but you know that's yeah, what i'm talking yeah. about i'm really proud of you but i want to be more proud of you yes. because of what you did before that but you know just exactly. trying to like target what you are saying because like, you know, when one thing doesn't pan out, it doesn't mean that they have nothing left, you know? Yeah. And I yeah, always, I, exactly. I, you know, or I find like struggle, I shouldn't say hard. I, I struggle with like my tone of voice and how I approach my daughter was as I approach my son, you know? Mm. And, and yeah. it's not that I think she can't handle it. Like, it's just that she is more sensitive than my son. Like, and he, she will start crying you know, and being um, uh, kind of hyperventilating a little bit just because she's very sensitive. So, like, I have to – I'm like, all right, when I got to go in tough, I got to I gotta kind of chime it down a little bit but still get my point across. You know what I mean? Because I am a female and I'm talking to my girls who, you know, um, I feel like I'm – Kind of like what Taylor probably experienced with your girls is that she's yeah. able to be honest in a certain way because we're girls and we kind of get it. Um, you, you know, obviously th- there are times where I haven't necessarily been honest with Sophia about something. So like Sophia had a friend that I wasn't like really like fond of and I was kind of leery and kind of watching mm-hmm. her and this friend and because I was coming from the point of view with my oldest thinking that the more I said no, like I didn't like this girl, the more I was pushing her Mm -hmm. to her. So Mm -hmm. with Sophia, I was seeing this girl that I really wasn't like, uh, I don't know how I felt about this. And the girl burnt Sophia eventually at some point, something happened. And Sophia was like, if he didn't think she was like, she said to me, she's like, mom, if you didn't think you liked her, why didn't you tell me? She's like, I would have made different decisions mm. then. And I was like, oh my gosh, she respects my opinion. <laughs> I was like, I'm so sorry. I was like, I'll yeah. never, 
and meanwhile, this is like in seventh grade that's happened or whatever, you know, and I was like watching this friendship and I was kind of like, uh, I don't know what to do. My past experience was, you know, not to keep saying no because she kept saying yes. So I think with every child, you have to kind of know the child. Um, yeah. And there's, there's no handbook yeah. because what worked for one kid didn't work for the yeah. other kid. So, you, you know, so Sophia wants honesty. She wants me to say, I, you know, I don't know if this friend's a good friend for yeah. you, you know. So uh, not, not I, saying like she's like a certain way or whatever else. But I feel like even with some kids, like they would say they want the honesty, but they may not really want the honesty. You yes. know what I mean? Like it's yeah. hard to really know in the moment. Like after the fact, I, it's easy. Right. But exactly. And, I, and I'm like, OK, well, I, you know, like. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know if I, in the moment I, if I would have said to Sophia, I don't know if I like this friend, if she would have listened I, to me or not, you know? Yeah, so, like given the circumstances, maybe you going back, you still would have done the yeah. same thing, you know? Yeah, I, I don't I don't know, but I'm going to take it for what she said. I'm going to, next time I see something like that, I'm going to say it and we'll deal with it as it is. <laughs> but I think like, you know, man, raising, raising a girl is, you're teetering somewhere between wanting to make sure you're raising a strong, independent woman and a good person and you know like all these things so yeah. um and like celebrating their like their their uniqueness as women because women we are beautiful and we are strong um so you want to make sure they you embrace too, that honor, as well. <laughs> you too yes. mike levine i see you with the nail polish on <laughs> yeah. i love it yeah to speak to that yeah, I, though, uh, yeah. I have definitely uh, painted my nails quite a few times and uh done makeup and uh all that great stuff i you love know? it we each have I our mean, goth phase yeah. baby don't worry about it <laughs> yeah Listen, we sure so do one thing that i wanted to bring up real fast and i think this is important uh -huh. um because we are going to be um running low on time soon is that uh regardless of raising girls or boys i think that um it many studies have shown that it's probably a good thing to teach them at a relatively young age about their body parts and about oh, what to yes. call their body oh, parts. Yeah. I was going to ask yeah, about yeah. that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I think that, um, you know, in this world, um, with just as craziness as the world is sometimes, um, you know, preparing your children to be by themselves and to report back to you if they're ever uncomfortable, you know, using weird code names and things is not good. So um, I think the three of us might agree that it's good um, to use the appropriate language and to call body parts what they yeah. are. And to start using those terms, not to be giggly with them, but like to try to teach them what those parts are, right? I mean, do you guys feel that way too? Yeah, totally. I've, I've, that's exactly what we've done in our house. Like our kids know their body parts and you know what they're called, and uh, we've definitely practiced that. And and you know, with my daughter, <laughs> she's you know seven years old, and she's asking about you know, uh, just recently been asking about uh, certain things that women have and go through like a period and I, I'm like you're seven years old and you're asking this like where is this coming up from I like know. I just don't uh, know that's the most honest tender age we're just so I curious know. and like you have to be a woman to like know, know. Or, or a fee, you know like someone who like identifies as yeah. a woman to be like hey I kind of want those yeah, things yeah, yeah. what's going on there you know like um, it's exciting uh, for some of us and some of us I know it can be very confusing um, and we have to be sensitive to that as well but I think anytime a child is questioning what their body parts are what's kind of going on we have to be honest and empower them with proper words um, so when Sophia was younger, we really didn't teach her her proper body parts. To be quite honest with you, she called her uh, her nether regions a chacha. <laughs> so we always refer as chacha. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, I'm so sorry. Um, 
And that's what, I mean, we still talk about that, but like at at the same time, we actually do use the real words, like you know, like vagina yeah. and things like that. Um, but like when we talk about like we talk about periods, we talk about menstrual cycles, we talk about like you know um, pregnancy and things like that. We've talked about you know when it's time uh, to. Eat. I've always taught Sophia when she was little that just because a boy pulls your hair or does something to you doesn't mean he likes you. You know, if you don't like that, then you tell him no. So, and I Good. teach my son the same thing. Like, if a girl says no, that means no. So, um, and, and that could be anything when they're little. Like, you know, like sometimes like Julian wants to hug up on someone and I'm like, you can't do that. If they said no, it's no. So, I think like with Sophia, you know, like I always taught like, you know, like, like just... To know your boundaries. If you don't like something, have someone's touching you, whether it's a tickle, a high five, right. an arm right. wrestle. If we're not comfortable with it, we tell them that it's no, it's your body. You choose how you want to use it. Um, so I think that's like really important for them to know from the very beginning when they're little to when they're bigger that your body is your body, you know, and only those who you want them to touch it in any, any way is allowed, yeah. you know, and... Um, you know, and obviously, like, to report things, like you said, to say, like, if someone touches you and you're being sued areas that is not supposed to be doing that, um, besides your doctor and your mom, then you should also let us know. Yeah, because another thing, too, is, like, you, you know, you put your kids in summer camp and, you know, or, you know, you're not always around your kids. So if something were to happen, you know, uh, they want you want them to relay that information. So, you know, uh, why don't we turn to what the experts say? All right. So some of the articles said, like, you know, in order for like dads to like be close with their daughters is to be a good listener. And Mike Levine with those girl wow, talks, I, I think you're being it. a good I listener. It. I'm an expert. Look at you. <laughs> yeah. And they say discuss, don't dictate rules. So I guess it goes with like that tone that you've been talking yeah. about is like making sure that you're not like being this tyrant and you're kind of actually having like a back and forth and dads often end up taking a back seat, but girls need positive feedback from both parents, especially during the teen years. Let your daughter know you're proud of her and not just by telling her she's beautiful though. That's important too. Also let her take the lead when it comes to quality time. So that's like letting you da your daughter know that you're you know how important she is to you. And she'd be a huge source of self-worth for her at a time when her identity may feel fragile. It sounds like the whole thing of like, do as I say, do as I say, not as I do, doesn't work. You kind of almost have to like show it and not just say it, which, which seems like that kind of goes a long way. I, th I think at the end of the day, you are, you gentlemen, you know, even as a guy dad, you know, like a, a boy dad who has a child that has girlfriends, you're modeling how you treat young ladies, you know, like girls and into this world, you know, and humans. So you guys have a big role. I know you say I'm a sensitive guy and everything, but you have to see Mike and his his pictures and his picture frames of things like he's got all the oh, yeah. all the dates. He remembers everything. And he is, you know, you think I'm sensitive. This guy right here, this guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, what's funny. This is, this is, I'll tell you what, man. I try like, you know, it's funny, but we um, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to do a teaser because on next episode when we talk about Valentine's Day, oh, I'm going to fill is. you in on all the good stuff and some ideas, but we're not there yet. But I love you, man. Thank you for that. Because this, this has been eye-opening. Yeah. Man, and Mike, Mike Levine busting out those ideas <laughs> and the thing. 
<laughs> honorary girl. God, that's amazing. I love it. So uh, this week, um, the question we have for you is, uh, how was your childhood, uh, if you were a girl growing up, um, does that impact you as a parent now, now that you're a parent, especially if you have, a, if you have girls, now uh, your children? What is that like now for you as a parent having experienced uh, your childhood? Do you, does that impact you in a certain way? Does that, raise, does that raise any concerns about how you're raising your child? Do you think about it? Well, if you'd like to get in touch with us about that topic or more, um, you can get in touch with us uh, through our voicemail line at 559-537-KIDS. 559-LAY-KIDS, uh, phone numbers in the show notes. Two, you could email the show at heyoftheparents at gmail.com. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. And three, you could join us on Instagram at heyoftheparents. We'll try to keep you up to date with show info, polls, more, and of course, us going through editing and listening to these episodes, making ridiculous AI images to let you know <laughs> just that we have the moments of the show where we have to just put ourselves you know, on, on the spot for ridiculous things that we said or things that came up in the conversation. But we are, uh, we are now here. For uh, time to unplug, don't forget you'll be a better we if you take care of me. Sarah, why don't you start us off? Oh, gosh. I feel like I just made fun of the whole situation, but all right, friends. If you get yourself a Bissell handheld <laughs> steamer, you'll be a good wife and you'll take care of your house. Um, no, but seriously, on honestly, for those who clean the house... <laughs> Having this little steamer was a lot of fun. I did a lot of dirt in the little crevices you don't even know that's hiding. I just felt like, I, I don't know, after having two children um, via C-section, my back is a little wonky at times. So when I do a lot of cleaning and a lot of repetitive motions in terms of like scrubbing and stuff like that, my back hurts. And you want this little steamer? Maybe went faster. It felt cleaner. It was easier. And you know what? I wasn't like laid out on the bed being like, oh, my God, let's watch a show. My back hurts. and I fall asleep. My back didn't hurt. I was able to That's stay impressive. up past 10 o'clock and I was ha able to have a little bit more me time. <laughs> so it's like a roundabout way to the me time stuff. Mm -hmm. But I there think that go. little Bissell handheld steamer. It's definitely worth an investment. It's a good time if you like to clean <laughs> oh, stuff like and it save your back from being so achy. So you could do it. That's pretty cool. <laughs> what do you got, Mike? Well, let me tell you something that is also worth another investment. Uh, so I walk. I got out of my. I got out of my house. I was walking in my car and for work, and all of a sudden, my car doesn't start. Oh no! And That's I'm like. Yep. No, the cold, the cold killed the battery. And then, you know, you have to, you have to yep. pull up uh, somebody else's car, get jumper cables and do that whole thing. And um, yeah, you don't need that. If you have this Anoko battery that I found on Amazon, it's like a hundred bucks and you can leave it charged. And if your battery, if your car ever dies, you could just attach this one little battery with the two. It has the two cords connected to it, the red and the black. You hook it up to the positive and the negative. You just hit the push the button, boop, and then your car starts up. It was like amazing. Yes. I'm like, oh my god, I don't need another oh, car. Good. I didn't know this thing. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. It, it was. It was. It's so small. This thing's like it's like the size of like a. It, it's like the awesome. size of a Nintendo Switch. Switch. Right? Like yeah, a, yeah, 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 yeah. And it's it was perfect. It did it quickly. I was able to. Start my car, get it running, and get to work. So it was actually pretty so cool. It's probably man. good to throw one of those in each car, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really, really cool. And it stays at, like, I still have awesome. it charged from the first time oh. that I used it. 
and it's been like weeks and it's still got full it's still got a good amount of charge in it so see and you have more you time because yeah, you have yeah. less gray hair for being stressed exactly well <laughs> what done. about you mike what do you got going on this week so i have um okay so this is kind of a random in a little roundabout way but um okay so in the video game episode we were talking about the switch and like that whole thing you know that's great that's family we love family yeah. family's nice yeah. but sometimes you have to do things for yourself so the steam deck is uh something that i i got a little while ago and um i think it's becoming a little more popular now all of these like handheld gaming pcs that basically are like you know the nintendo but different so i i uh i have one i use it sometimes and recently this is like straight up boom back to the 80s they're um the Final Fantasy series that were on the original Nintendo, these were like, you know, these were like the golden age of gaming for many people. But the the games do not hold up in the same way because there's a lot of like things that have changed in video games where like they become like, you know, more quality of life changes, right? Right. So going back, playing old Final Fantasy games, there's these random encounters, the leveling is slow, it takes forever. So they released these pixel remasters of the old Final Fantasy games. And what they did was, um, when they released the console ones, they added things of, like, you could boost your experiences, you could boost your gold, you could make it, like, super-duper fast and easy to play. So they didn't do that for the PC ones. Everyone's like, what the heck, man? So last week, they announced that they were going to bring all these quality-of-life adjustments to the PC. So they um, these, these Final Fantasy games that I played when I was, like, 9 or 10 years old, um, they have finally made all of these nice changes um, to the PC. So for all of you Steam Deck owners or whatever, all of you handheld gamer enthusiasts, this is a cool little thing to have. It, the Steam Deck is awesome to begin with. We'll talk about that more at some point. But I the, love the, the Final Steam Fantasy Deck. series, yeah. it's sick. It's really cool. And this thing is... Uh, it's not stopping anytime soon. I think this handheld PC era is like the way we're, we're the way that things are going now because mm. I think everyone must have realized Nintendo is Nintendo had something special with this idea that you could be like <laughs> playing a video game and right. then everyone's like, but I want to watch the, P the the TV and like no problem, pick it up, bring it to the couch, and now everyone's parallel playing together. So it's awesome. That's great, man. <laughs> That's great, man. <laughs> hey, thanks, buddy. It's great for you. Um, but yeah, no, I enjoy it. Um, anyway, um, I tell you what, this has been a good episode. We got batteries. We got <laughs> we got steamy, clean floors. We got no sweating, and we have equality. But on this episode, we talked about what it's like to be uh, raising some girls, growing up as a girl, um, having sisters, having only brothers, and and all of that stuff in between. But I think that we uh, it was an eye opening uh, conversation for for the three of us. Um, and for all of you at home, um, you probably are like shaking your heads at some of us. You're like, man, isn't this obvious? Who knows? Not obvious to me. But um, we'd like to take a moment to thank our listeners or supporters for donating to the show. If you want to help support this show uh, so we can keep making episodes like this one, we have a link to donate in the show notes. If you don't have the means to do so, we totally get it. But we would appreciate it if you could tell your friends or family member about our podcast so we can reach out to more parents and uh, maybe even leave us a review on the Apple Podcast or Spotify app. We can't wait to explore this parenting thing with you again next week. And hey, the parents, because hey, it's the three of us and all of you. Don't forget to hug your kids and charge your Chromebooks. That's going to do it for me, for Mike, and for Sarah. We will see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Peace. Hey, the parents is produced by Mike Levine, Sarah Deservines, and me, Michael Height. I edit and mix our show. Our intro voice recording was done by the one and only Coltrane. If you like our show, we hope you'll consider going to our show notes and supporting our podcast. Find us online on Instagram at Hey the Parents or send us an email at HeyTheParents at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next time.